Welcome to Deep Dive from Colonial Church. These are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we dive into some of the details of the larger points, gain insight into what some of the takeaways were, and just talk about things we liked. We encourage you to listen to the companion message before diving in. Otherwise, enjoy. guys and welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive. I'm super excited for you to be here with us today. Today I'm actually joined again by Pastor Aaron and we are talking about part three of the Sola Fide series which was a message called The Roadmap of Faith. Um, This message was brought to us by Pastor Matt this past weekend and it really was a lot of fun to talk about because it was a lot of fun to hear. It's a very practical message that just talks about the realities of what faith looks like in our journeys of faith. Um, And in this deep dive, we kind of break apart some of the points that Pastor Matt brought up. We look at some of the scripture that he had, and we just talk about some of the things that stood out to us, you know, why we felt like it was a very important message to hear, and overall, why we think this series is really important to hear. So I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, so we're three parts in to Sola Fide, Faith Alone, and man, this has been a good series. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I'm loving it. Like, uh, I never knew, obviously, the phrase Sola Fide. Yeah. But that's been kind of enlightening. Uh, And it's cool how we've had different people pretty much every week. Yeah, yeah, Kind of talking about it. Like, obviously, I don't think Brad Jones was exclusively uh, Sola Fide. Series, the, yeah, series arc. Yeah, yeah, the series but, arc. But he did mention it, and it was kind of in the same line as well. And yeah. then Pastor Chris, and then uh, Pastor Matt as well. And then we got this new message from Pastor Matt, which is incredible. Yeah, and he hadn't, it was cool because I like how Tommy brought up this morning when we had our meeting here um, that, you know, Pastor Matt hadn't spoken in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had just started this series, so we definitely had, like, he was revved up and ready to go. Exactly. And it you, came through really... It was, like, seeping out of him before he even said any <laughs> exactly. words. You know? Yeah. Exactly. No, I think it was exciting. I mean, this has been a really... At least for me, this series has been really kind of eye-opening because I think about faith, or maybe I should say I don't think about faith as often as I should. It's hmm. something, you know, I take for granted, yeah. I would, I, if I'm being honest. And it didn't at first strike me as a topic that you could like branch out into more than one message. It's like kind of like, oh, yeah, faith is, uh, here's faith. Here Mm -hmm. it is. You know, that's kind of how I was looking at it. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, there's a lot more to unpack. Yeah. And that's that's been really cool. I really like this one, too, because, you know, this is the, the roadmap of faith is what Pastor Matt titled this message. And to me, it was so practical to think about like, he, he referred to it almost as like the life cycle right. of faith. And I think before he mentioned that, he was talking about like the life cycle of a business and how like, you know, you go through like the idea phase right. and like yep. the growth phase and all these things. And he kind of then was like, there's phases to faith. Yep. They're not the same, but there definitely is. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I like how we're all in uh, on a different place in that journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was really practical too because with your faith, your whole faith, as far as faith in Christ, 
you're on the roadmap somewhere. Yeah. But then also, like, for me personally, I was thinking about it as in, like, with the, with little things, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can be believing in faith for something and be on a different part of that roadmap with yeah. what I'm believing for. Yeah, 100%. I also, like, um, some of the scripture he used, it's funny. This happens to me all the time. I don't know if it happens to you, but, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I have, like, favorite scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I yep. have these scriptures that I go back to all the time, and... Um, I'll reference them with people all the time, but then all of a sudden, like someone will bring up a scripture that I don't quite remember. I don't remember where it came from. And then I'm like, Oh wait, that's gold. And for me, like, um, he references Hebrews 11, uh, one through three. And that's that now faith is an assurance of things hoped for. I'm like, Oh, that is just such a good word. Yeah. And I feel like people need to hear that all the time. Absolutely. hundred percent. And I also like, uh, the Romans 10 verse, he came. Uh, out with Romans ten sixteen, which is like faith comes by hearing. Oh yeah, that yeah. really classic verse. But like I, that's been brought up in so many messages here recently. Yeah, and I feel like that's such a potent word for the season of our church right now. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it, hearing God's word. Well, it really speaks to kind of the heart of our our family here at Colonial in the sense of like you're not gonna come in to church on a Sunday, on a Tuesday at the exchange with you guys on any day and not hear the word of God. Mm. Like we are all about preaching the word of God. Yes, Bible-based. Yeah, you know, and which is like you, we may take it for granted, but there probably, I mean, I don't know, there probably are places that don't necessarily use it as much as we do. And I think like, and that's not criticizing anyone. You know what I mean? Like we just fall back on that because we know like that's, where our faith come from. Right. I think personally when writing messages, one thing that Pastor Matt always encourages me on and everyone here at church that has any word, like literally the smallest uh, team rally word to the, you know, longest long form messages, it's always starts with scripture. Like at the very top of whatever we're sharing, we always share scripture and then everything comes out of that. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just really cool. And then you you saw Pastor Matt do that this this week with Romans 10, but then also like the amount of scripture that's throughout to reinforce the points. You know what I mean? It's, It's just great. And that's one thing, yeah, we're always encouraged to hear when writing the messages, but also like in your own reading I think it's important to be in a bunch of different places and getting like a, a multitude of of like I don't know like washing over of scripture, you know what yeah. I mean, in different parts to refresh you. Yeah, it's really it's always kind of enlightening because um you know being a part of the production team and helping set up like graphics and slides and stuff like that, I get kind of insight into everyone's note process because mm-hmm. usually I get forwarded the notes to create the slides. And what's amazing, whether it be like you or Pastor Chris or Pastor Matt or anyone, it's always really encouraging to see you guys not only go so heavy into the scripture, excuse me, but then also like reference so many different translations, Mm. even of the same verse. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, you really emphasize the point that it's trying to get across, whether it be, um, you know, the New Living Translation, the NIV, anything mm-hmm. like that, or even the message adaptation, like you're very much like, I want to drive this in six different ways. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And that's really cool to me is seeing that process. Yeah, I mean, the Bible, the way that we read the Bible in English, 
um, most of us at least probably, are it, it's not the like original language. Yeah. Obviously, we know this. This is kind of a tangent, but uh, the different translations bring out different sides of the original text. Yeah, you know, and you absolutely. can actually. I love that's why studying too is always so important. Yeah, going back and finding out what the original words meant. Yeah, and it's cool to see how you know you can read in the New Living Translation, and it it's the same verse, but it can come at that verse from a little bit of a different perspective than like the ESV. Um, yeah, and I think it's cool too. We are going to go off on tangent. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> how each of those translations, they have this unique ability to speak to people at different moments. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, <laughs> we should probably talk about the message a little bit. Um, yes. So the roadmap of faith, like I said, it was part three of Sola Fide. Um, this was a four-point message, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of a change-up yeah. for the big boss. He's a, he's a three-point kind of guy all the time. A couple of weeks ago, he spoke another message that was four points. Yeah. And I messaged, I, or I didn't message him, I, I said that to him right before the, the nine o'clock. And yeah, you were in like, the green room. He's like, oh, you noticed. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> we did change, listen yeah, to you. <laughs> yeah, change it up. I'm going to notice four points. I like it, though. I yeah, like four points. it was good. Yeah. Um, point number one was hear it. Yes. And again, this goes back to what we were just talking about, you know, hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where our faith starts. And that seems like such a basic and simple concept. But again, it's no less so powerful and so practical to have reiterated because I think too many times it happens where we become a Christian or we, we start to walk this life and we dive in, at least for me, you know, that's that's how I did it. You know, I... I yep. I became a Christian. I started reading everything I could mm-hmm. um, and just surrounding myself with not only the Word of God, but commentaries on the Word of God, books by pastors who have preached the Word of God for years and years and years. And then I went into like this dry spell where I'm like, no, I don't need that anymore. I already mm-hmm. did it, you know? And right. that was like not a good period for me. Yeah, you never graduate from, you know, hearing the Word of God. <laughs> no matter how much so we've simple, heard it. simple, right? Yeah. But, yeah, so I thought that was a good way to start this message by um, especially laying out this roadmap, or as, uh, as Pastor Matt called it, a Gregory. Yeah, the Gregories. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I've never heard of that before in my life. I, uh, I was thinking, I was talking to someone in the Nine, and then I want to say something about this point, but I was talking to someone about the in the Nine, and we were trying to say, like, why would it be named the Gregories? Yeah. And what we came up with is maybe it's like the brand of roadmap yeah yeah that, or atlas or whatever that got really popular in australia yeah and so it just became like the go-to yeah. word i don't know we may need someone to fact check this yeah. if you're listening and you have any idea what pastor matt said that at one point or maybe it still is the case in australia roadmaps or road atlases were referred to as the gregory's yep we all looked at him a little confused yeah. which happens sometimes when he brings up these cultural references that we don't understand. I love it. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, um, point one on the roadmap, hear it. Yeah. And that, like, again, you can't get away from this idea of, like, mm-hmm. you really do need to always be surrounding yourself with the Word of God. And I love the fact that he's talked about this a lot lately in, in this series, and he's been talking about it a lot at staff messages lately, where, like, What's amazing when you surround yourself or or you're constantly kind of like have the word of God around you is you then start to point back to it 
right. in everyday life. Absolutely. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's inside of you. Like yeah. he said that in his message. He said when you hear it, it gets on the inside of you. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know that it's getting in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're reading it or you're listening to it or, you know, someone's preaching and it, it seems like maybe you're not retaining it as much. But then like two days later, you have something happen in your life and you're like, oh, I can share this with them. You yeah. Know? And you're like, oh, that's inside of me. Because when you when you read it, when you hear it and when you see it, it, it does get in, inside of you. Yeah. Such a powerful point. It really is. And again, it just, you know, practical, simple, and just, you know, not earth shattering in the sense of like, it doesn't change any paradigms. It just reminds you how important it is. Absolutely. And that's so great. Never graduate. Yeah. I think that's good. Never graduate. I'm going to have to re- remember that one. <laughs> um, point two on the roadmap are the Gregory's. Um, <laughs> let's believe it. And I feel like this spoke to, um, for me anyway, it spoke to this kind of what Pastor Chris was talking about last week. and Like mm-hmm. this step of faith kind of thing. Like we can read all about it, but that only takes us so far. Then comes the belief part. Yep. You know, and that's that, you know, faith is assurance and things unseen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so and again, that, another powerful point. It's yeah. hard to believe it, like when you first start off sometimes too. Like when you oh, yeah. you know, people that are just becoming, you know, to the faith or just just becoming a Christian, putting their trust in God, like it can be difficult to believe all this. But the cool thing is, is once you start to, you know, take it on for yourself, you listen to it, you get on the inside of you and you start to believe the truth inside of you, it starts to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like inside of you. Yeah. Um, and that's the cool thing. I love how uh, Pastor Matt said, faith is an internal conviction of an external result. Yeah. And I was I, that was such a cool, like, it, it's so, you know, it's internal conviction of an external result. It's totally true. Yeah. It makes, you know, it makes it, it makes that moment of believing for something when you haven't necessarily seen it. And I know this is this is kind of getting ahead because believe it is the the you know the the kind of crux of all this. But it's like mm-hmm. when it makes that that period of believing for something easier when you realize like that's all we have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, is hear it and then believe in it, and like we're that's it. That's the only steps we have to take in that regard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that, that I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then he goes on to apply it. Yeah. Map Gregory's number three. <laughs> yeah. So this is when it becomes your own. Yeah. Like when it really starts to become what you're walking out. Yeah. You know, like it's that's when it, I feel like applying it is the external, like when what's inside of you starts to come out. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, not just work on you, not just work on your heart, not just like uh, your own beliefs, but when you start to apply it to your life, it there's you know there's an external thing. Like he used that example of Abraham yeah. going, like he had to go. That was an external thing of what was being spoken to him on the inside. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's when like change starts to happen, and you start to see, which is the one of the hardest parts because I think hearing it can be pretty easy. Uh, believing it after you start to, you know, after you've uh, become a Christian, you really start to put your trust in the Bibles. Yeah. becomes easy. But then applying it is when it, like, the rubber hits the road. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's the scary part. And, I mean, again, it speaks back to the step part and, and you know, taking that step. He, Pastor Matt does a good job all the time of referencing, and it becomes, he, you know, he'll, he'll say it. He, he comes from a financial background. 
Um, so he's always referencing finances. It's something that's very near and dear to him as far as ministry goes. He's always wanting people to put God first in their finances. Mm. And we've talked about it a lot. And like for me, being 100% transparent, that was like one of the scariest transition moments mm. um, in my faith was like really trusting God mm-hmm. in my finances. Like, yeah. And then after I took that step and I continued to take those steps, it's not that it gets easier because, I mean, we live in a crazy world and finances are crazy and yep. the markets are, you know, everything, not to get too off the base here, but it's all crazy. But you start to realize, at least from where I sit, that like, why wouldn't I trust God with this? Mm-hmm. I trust him with everything else. Right. Like, what is it about? Is it this like yeah. that God has a no money clause? Like, right. oh, I don't mess with money. I mess with yeah. everything else. You know, I'll mess with hate, sin, yep. all this other stuff. Not money, though. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I think money is one of those things that's so easy for us to hold on to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember this is kind of a bit of a tangent on financial stuff. We're like, all about tangents Someone right said to me one time, God's not worried about raising funds. He's wor- worried about raising faith. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not raising funds, it's raising faith. And that like, has always stuck with me with my own personal, you know, uh, generosity. Just because we say this almost every single Sunday, doesn't matter how much you give. You know, it's, it's about equal sacrifice, not about equal giving. Yeah. Like, that increases your faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it really does. When you say, God, I trust you with my finances, that yeah. is such an intimate part of your family's life. 100%. Like it's it requires that trust, you know, and in return, you the faith grows, you know. Yeah, it really is cool too because I've seen it not only in my own life but in the lives of friends who, at different points, we've struggled with tithing and the idea of tithing and that idea of a generous lifestyle. But the moment you, like I said, you know, you transfer your faith. And you just put it out there, and like whether that be like we always talk about in our church, the like the reoccurring giving, like Mm -hmm. just setting it up and forgetting it because we have the app where you can do that. Like for me, that that just like oh, there's a peace of mind there. Like Mm -hmm. I've done it, taken care of, absolutely. Trusting that it's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, and that that always works. It always comes back awesome. You know, absolutely. And that's the kind of the last point too is like the wait for it. Mm. <laughs> I love this one. You do? Yes. Talk about it. Why do you love it? So I mean, much? it's difficult. Like, it is difficult to wait for it. Yeah. And I know I said that applying is difficult. I think, you know, it is as well. But waiting for it when you are doing the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you might not be seeing the results. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's happening. Like, it's working in you. God's increasing your faith. It's kind of like when you go to the gym, uh, the, the picture that came to me on Sunday. Um, was like when you go to the gym and you're working out, like uh, Chris mentioned it a little bit last week, but you don't see results right as you start working out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and sometimes you have moves of God in your life and you see result- things happen instantly. But a lot of the time it's like, you know, you, you're out working something, you know, and you're trusting God for it and you're waiting for it and you keep applying it, you keep, you know, taking a step forward. And it's cool to see then you have that lifestyle yeah. of faith, you know, and trust. Yeah. And like uh, Pastor Matt said on Sunday, you can turn around and just be, look at what God has done in your past. And that's what's encouraging. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, 
I feel like the biggest encouragement does come from when you turn around and you look at what God has done to you in your past, not what he's currently doing right now. Sometimes you're like, yes, what he's doing right now is amazing. But it's so encouraging being like, turning around and being like, wow, he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this. Well, and what's awesome too about that, because and he talked about this, is like while you wait, you need to prepare for God to move. And like that, that speaks to what you were just saying. It's like, I can look back at so many moments that I know God moved in a powerful way in my life. And they're so encouraging. And it gets me excited about the way God's going to continue to move or move in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not a God of the past. He's a God of the past, present, and future. Like he's here with us now. He's going to be with us again. Um, And that, that's the excitement. Yeah. That's the that's what makes it all worthwhile. It's like it's almost like it's like waking up on Christmas, you know, the waiting for Christmas morning type thing like that. Like yeah. I'm gonna get all these presents, you yep. know what I mean? I'm still excited by right. it. It requires patience yeah. occasionally. You yeah, know? and it's and it's it's really like you don't it's not like you expect what's gonna come. Like it's not like, you know, you give like we've been talking about finances, you give some finances and you're like, well, I'm going to be given a car. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting for that. You know what I mean? It's like, that's that's putting God in a box in a sort of a way. It's like, yeah. you know, we get to trust him and give our lives as a sacrifice, give, uh, you know, and faithful, uh, with faith, trust what, he, that, what he's going to do in the future and just believe and and wait expectantly. And the cool thing is, is he always exceeds our expectations in, yeah. my, in my personal no, experience. No, 100%. But, I, th- I thought it was really cool to um, Pastor Matt talked a little bit about fear and faith. Yeah, about and we those two work so well together. And it reminded me of what Andrew Denton said a couple of years ago when he was here for Kingdom Builders. Um, uh, he's uh, from Hillsong Church. He's an amazing uh, Kingdom Builder over there. But he came and he said, "Fear and faith are the same muscle." He said, "Fear is saying, I wonder what's going to happen today." Yeah. And but faith is saying, I wonder what's going to happen today. Do you know what I mean? It's like the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. thing, but it's just completely different. And it's so cool to see that in this message too. How it's like when we wait for it, this yeah. last thing, you know, like when when we are doing what we're doing and where we get to wake up, we have that choice when we're waiting for it. Yeah, to be like, oh no, I you know I I gave ten percent or like I I tithe. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Or we can be like. I tithe, I cannot wait for what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. You know, not to make it all about finances, but... No, it's an easy point to reference. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the, I mean, there is... It is really cool when you think about that being the difference. You can choose to wait in fear of the next thing, you know, and that too often not, especially... I mean, this is... We're talking... This is this is 2020 right now. There's a lot of scary things going on in the Absolutely. world. But when you choose to wake up and wait in faith... Come on. Like that, that's yeah. a game changer. Because he's always on the throne. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, nothing can remove him from that place. No matter what's going on around us, you know? So, so good. Yeah, maybe. We hope you enjoyed that and it helped you and challenged you to grow. Please share it along with the message with someone in your life who needs to hear it. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the message or deep dive with us or just say hey by emailing us at podcast at colonialchurch.life or visiting us at colonialchurch.life. Until next time, God bless.